Last week on Chain in the Valley, I sat down with Ashwin Rajan, who was our Peer Nova intern focused on security, encryption, and cryptography. This week, I'm bringing Naveed back in, and let's get started. You are listening to Peer Nova's Chain in the Valley, where we discuss all things blockchain and DLT over our morning coffee. Here are your hosts, Sonia and Naveed. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Chain in the Valley. It's uh, been a good few weeks since we recorded a, a new episode, um, minus the one that uh, went live a few days ago with one of our interns. It's just been a very, very busy past couple of months, but um, happy to tell you that we're back on track <laughs> back on the wagon back on the wagon as they say and so hopefully we'll be able to bring you uh more episodes on a regular basis so hi sonia hello naveed how are you i'm doing very well aside from recovering from my cold that's why i sound so absolutely uh fantastic today you sound <laughs> wise i sound wise i yes. sound wise yeah which is you know probably the silver <laughs> lining the only silver lining after you get the flu um so Today, we wanted to talk about one of the events that we've had in the last couple of months, <clears throat> which was the Congressional Blockchain Education Day. So, Sonia, why don't you tell us a little bit about what this day was and how it all came about? So about three years ago, we joined the Chamber of Digital Commerce, which is the largest blockchain trade association uh, that focuses on widespread blockchain adoption and advocacy. So I believe this is their third year they've done this uh, Congressional Blockchain Education Day, which involves there are 100 members or so that fly into D.C., uh, get together at Capitol Hill and meet with these lawmakers and congressmen to discuss um, what they know, what they don't know, and then as well as the company's technology who attend. So uh, we got to meet with a couple people. It was really great and um, overall a, a really awesome experience. Yeah. So I think we should probably start by saying that what, what the um, the Chamber of Digital Commerce, uh, Perry Ann and her team are doing is is really really special because they are fully aware of the fact that lawmakers or policymakers have a unique way of of sort of approaching blockchain technology as a whole and so by spending time energy and resources and this is something we've talked about on the show before that education has to be a part of this entire sort of marketing effort from from all of us not just from Pier Nova, but they've understood this very well. They didn't pay any of us to go there. We went on our own dime. We represented our own companies. We represented our own use cases around blockchain. And so I think what is really, really good about efforts like this is that, number one, we, um, those of us who are in the trenches, are essentially the ones that are going to policymakers and letting them um, sort of into our wallet a little bit and tell them more about what we do and what mm -hmm. use cases we're focused on in opposed to what um, you would potentially see in the news or, right. you know? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, when we were there, um, uh, I mean, you'll have to forgive me, I forget which, which congressman was, but somebody said blockchain, talking about blockchain is very similar to talking about technologies like like CRISPR because you know you hear in the news that some rogue physician somewhere in the world has used CRISPR to 
you know, um, make some genetic changes to an unborn child. And then, you know, you think that's what CRISPR is. Whereas you can also use CRISPR to to treat certain conditions that, you know, so say sickle cell anemia or something like that, um, which, you know, would make the technology extremely valuable. And so the same kind of applies. And I, I, I found that analogy to be very fitting for blockchain that you could have blockchain solve some great trust-related problems. But of course, if you focus on the crypto aspect, if you focus on the negative news that sometimes surrounds that, mm -hmm. then you, you know, perhaps would categorically dismiss the technology as a whole. And I think talking about currencies also, there was a lot of discussion about Libra as well. And people had a lot of negative things to say and of course there were all the um, meetings that were going on that week as well so it was nice to also kind of discuss that and show that our technology isn't all negative yeah you know it's um it was kind of a coincidence right so this this trip was planned i believe a good couple of months back we uh, organized this um our, our attendance with the chamber some two months uh, earlier but it just so happened that uh, that particular week that we were in D.C., um, people were there for Libra as well. And so there was a congressional hearing around that. And so, again, that's a great point that when you bucketize all of us into something that, um, you know, is uh, it's just not a great way of describing this whole thing. Unfortunately, the messages get lost. And mm -hmm. so um, why don't you uh, maybe walk through the day as to what we did, essentially, how the day kind of went and what was the purpose of the education? And so, by the way, before we get into this, um, the chamber has put a press release out on this. We put a press release out on this. And so we made it very, very clear as to why we were there and the chamber is keen on getting um, the blockchain caucus. Yes, there is such a thing as a <laughs> blockchain caucus, which was quite interesting to get them to um, essentially designate blockchain as a very important technology. So tell us a little bit about what the agenda was like for the day. So it started off with opening remarks and kind of an orientation in the morning, which included Perry Ann uh, and then some other co-chairs from the, the Congressional Blockchain Caucus. But I moved on from there to meeting with individual congressmen. So the first one that we got to meet with was uh, Representative Ted Budd, who's from North Carolina. And uh, we, we sat down with him in kind of a roundtable forum with a few other companies and discussed things like uh, Libra. There was some talk about the CRISPR talk at orientation. And then also we, we got to go through and hear other people's technologies and then talk about Piernova's too. And he was very interested in that. You know, and that's what struck me the most, that number one, he was knowledgeable. And we're talking about Congressman Bud. He, first of all, obviously very gracious for his time to sit down with us, considering there are many, many um, important issues that members of Congress are currently dealing with. But <clears throat> he sat down with us. He listened. He gave us a good 20, 25 minutes, uh, allowed us to kind of give a quick overview of what we do, what our company is about and what we focus on. But what I found to be um, particularly interesting and, and I was very grateful for that was that he was asking us 
how do you frame this or how to explain that to me or you know he was not interested in just simply hearing us talk he was very very keen on actually understanding at a you know at a much much deeper level than uh, most people would care to what we were trying to do and why blockchain was such an important thing and one thing to note too was that um which i found out right before we met with him was that he also signed was one of the people that signed the token taxonomy act he was one of the congressmen there was only uh actually a couple of them i think it was darren soto tulsi gabbard who's running for president scott perry and then himself um, so he's definitely actively involved in the space and he wants to learn more and he wants to be an advocate for the technology and for those of us who are not in government we watch we watch news we watch things and we think that members of congress are you know they they live on a maybe a, a different planet sometimes the truth is they're just like i mean you know by definition they're me- they're just like us they're members of society and so my point here is that they come from similar backgrounds some of them have keen interests in certain topics and so it's more than just talking points for them it's it, it, this is at least the takeaway for me uh from that day that i felt like they genuinely wanted to understand the technology and the other side of the coin is that there are people um there are policymakers who are dead fast um against blockchain right and so and this isn't a judgment statement by the way we we all are entitled to have our opinions and you know uh pick sides or whatever the the point is as i said earlier that any and all technology could be used in good ways and bad ways right both times that we've been to dc this year we ha- we've had to sort of encounter extreme weather didn't we we did yeah it was uh extremely <laughs> cold the first time in march and then it was extremely humid and hot when we went this time and there was some warm rain that came yeah. down at one point it was a very short trip. We were there for one day, and again, we got to sit down with many people. Um, but I think the takeaway from it was, at least from my perspective, and I want to hear what you think as well, Sonia, that mm-hmm. I thought, number one, um, it was time very, very well spent because, again, you're talking to people who are actually able to make policy that affects what we do daily and so what a great opportunity to sit in front of a you know an active member of of congress and say this is why i think this is important right and so that was quite an experience but then also i think it's great that they now have um maybe direct contacts with us where if they are unclear about a topic or they're not quite sure how some of this stuff works that they could reach out to us and say hey you know give us a, a rundown all right i mean that's exactly, a very yeah. that's a very realistic possibility right mm-hmm. yeah and what you were saying about they're talking to people in the trenches you know that's that's what we are and instead of getting their news and their information from other congress people or lawmakers who maybe don't know they can get it from us and then they can disseminate it too to people who are also in you know the house and the senate and everything so they're getting that correct information of people who actually are in it yeah versus just the news which right you know that's not always true Uh, you know i don't want to get into the conversation of what constitutes news these days Mm -hmm. but we know that for the most part things are sensationalized right so 
I think that's a that's a statement that probably most of us would agree with. So it serves no one well to sensationalize the technology that could or could not, right? I'm I'm not saying everybody should be a believer, could or could not uh, have a, a profound effect on the way we do things, right? So, you know, when we were sitting down with other companies that are members of the chamber and, you know, and they were explaining what they're doing and their use cases, um, I just found it fascinating that they are working just as hard on another piece of this puzzle, the same way we do every day. So we ended the day with a really fun, awesome networking opportunity with all of the members that were there that day, and then also the Chamber of Commerce representatives. So Perian was there. Uh, it was it was just a really fun way to end the day, and then we could all wrap up and discuss what the findings were and what we did during the event. So yeah. I had a great time. I'm assuming Navita had a great time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you say so. No, it was actually a great day. Um, I just want to give a quick shout out again to the Chamber's uh, team. Um, I thought that they, you know, like everything else that they do and everything else that we've been a part of um, thus far, they did such a fantastic job of um, allocating the right resources to us to give us an opportunity to sort of talk to our representatives or people that are just purely interested in blockchain um, and also they did such a fantastic job of preparing them to hear who we were and why we were there um, to be very frank you know none of us had a specific ask other than to say look this is a technology that's worth giving attention to and you know none of us went in there expecting any actionable items or anything like that is that a fair statement yeah definitely we weren't there just for self-promotion we were there for a collective effort to you know educate so this goes back to you know an earlier discussion we had on our podcast a couple months back which was you know unless we I jokingly say that they're, you know, just like in real estate, the three rules, location, location, location. In blockchain, the rules are education, 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 right? Because it is important, because it is valuable that people understand what blockchain is and what blockchain is not. Mm -hmm. So, and the only way that's ever going to happen is if we keep reiterating the facts, the the claims that are substantiated and not, you know, some grand statement that uh, unfortunately leaves a, a little bit of an unexpected effect, if you will. So that was the Blockchain Education Day in Capitol Hill. So looking forward to the next one. I believe the team has some plans later this year for additional engagements uh, elsewhere. And so we look forward to being a part of that as well. As always, thanks for listening to Chain in the Valley. You can follow us on Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple Music, as well as chaininthevalley.com. Don't forget to stay up to date with us at Pure Nova Inc. on Twitter or at Chain in Valley. And we appreciate you listening, so have a great week.